Deep in the bowels of Moore Hall Podcast Room, two mild-mannered CM Life newspaper editors harbor an unknown power. With this power comes great responsibility. Hearken now your ears to the raving geeks! Central Michigan University, you are listening to the raving geeks. Uh, adjust your dials accordingly if this is... Uh, you know, Betty Jones, uh, Pottery Hour, you were listening to the wrong station. Turn it off now. You are looking for the geeks. My name, well, let's uh, let's go from left to right here. Uh, we'll start with... We have a new position here. I yeah. am uh, Ben Solis, staff reporter, Central Michigan Life. Yeah. Uh, geek aficionado, if you will, to my right. Uh, my name is Marty Bricklebury, and we have a new guest on the show today. You can go ahead and introduce yourself if you like. Uh, hey guys, my name is Stephanie Butcher. I work in the advertising department here at CM Life, and I'm a copywriter. And I'm single, boys. Oh, <laughs> Are you doing the radio voice? Yeah. On the radio, yeah. <laughs> the radio voice. Your voice totally dropped from like normal speaking is to that, like. Is that, speaking. is that bad? No, that's cool. Nah, okay. get, get to do it on us, man. Okay, cool. Okay, well, uh, the meat of this segment is going to be about time travel and pop culture and a lot of that fun old good. Good old timey stuff and futury stuff, but I think you know first we gotta start with our news. Uh, you know we got two uh, pretty hardcore batheads in here today, and today or yesterday yes, it may have yes, been. Yes, it was yes. announced that the newest Arkham Asylum game, Batman Arkham Knight, is gonna have an M rating. Mature, uh, very mature. I'm assuming that just means he's gonna be shooting up heroin and hitting hookers the entire time. Probably, and stealing cars that aren't his. But the first two games were. T-rated, and they were violent, sure, but Batman didn't kill anyone, he didn't shoot anyone, and this is kind of a shock to me, I think. It really is. Well, I mean, you got to look at the progression of what's going on here, right? So this is the first game that they have Rocksteady back, right? They left right. for a while, so they, Rocksteady's back in the picture, and they've made this game. It's supposedly supposed to be a lot darker. Uh, basically, Batman is in his prime. It's exactly one year after Arkham Knight, or Arkham Asylum, excuse me, it's Arkham City. Arkham City, Whoa, right. Whoa, too many Arkhams. Yeah. Case of too many Arkhams, man. But, um, yeah, he, apparently Scarecrow comes back and rallies all the enemies and uh, basically attacks him on all fronts. So I got to imagine that that mature rating not only comes from him whooping major ass, yeah. but also from probably all the dark, twisted crap that Scarecrow's going to bring upon him. You and, know? and I've been watching the trailers for this, and it definitely looks a lot more violent. Yeah. Uh, I think it was either Kotaku or IGN released a video that was just titled, Batman Totally Kills Five People in this trailer. <laughs> oh my God. And it's just him like doing takedowns, but they're just like so much more aggressive, because you know, in, in the Arkham games you do these silent takedowns, which are kind of like a splinter cell kind of thing, where you silently knock them out yeah, with yeah, like yeah. one blow. But this one, he's like kind of smashing people's head through windows, and just, I don't know, it looks weird. But he's also got the Batmobile in this. He does. Full reign of the Batmobile. You guys can control this thing, drive it anywhere you want. It's going to be fantastic. And whereas in the first Arkham Asylum game, the Batmobile was very much based, I think, on like the Tim Burton Batmobile and even the animated series, there's like the scene at the beginning of the game where he's driving, and it looks pretty much exactly like that. It's sure, like yeah. the long cylinder. Under. But this one is very Nolan. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's al- it almost looks like the new one that they've teased from Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's it's a good very, one It's too, very yeah. car-like, but also very tank-like at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of in between those two car extremes. Tank. And it has, like, missiles and, like, riot oh, pellets. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Rubber, turret, turret gun on the front, too. Rubber bullets, I rubber promise. Bullets. Wink, wink. Promise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honest, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he's, like, smashing through buildings and all kinds of things. So I, I get that the escalation of the plot has gotten to the point now where maybe this has to happen because Gotham is in such chaos, you know? Sure. And they've introduced this new character called the Arkham Knight, which they don't know who he is yet, but he's basically, like, a more militaristic version of Batman, and he's, you know, yeah. using weapons and guns and things. So It's kind of like Ezreal. Like, I don't know why they didn't just yeah, have the Ezreal Yeah, it's pretty much exactly like that, yeah. yeah. 
which is interesting. But like, but I don't know. The night, though, man. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about Batman is that he's always been above it. So would you say that Batman is the Nightman? <laughs> the Nightman cometh. The Mighty Nightman cometh. <laughs> Arkham Nightman cometh. Yeah, so that's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's gonna be really kind of dirty. I mean, how about you, Stephanie? Do you uh, do you play video games like Batman? Uh, uh, no, I I was gonna ask you guys though. Do you think that Batman is gonna sound like he has laryngitis if it's a Nolan style? No, no, it is not because it's gonna be Kevin Conroy, who yeah. is the classic, the most classic Batman of all time of the animated series fame. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Kevin Conroy, no matter who you are, what you like. Is, so it's it's gonna be rated mature. What is he like picking up hookers? Like what? <laughs> that's that's exactly. what we think. We don't I mean, I, it seems like he's just killing guys. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just gonna get pretty. I mean, okay. So the way they the way that they announced this, right, is they said the only reason that we did it this way, and we're sorry because we're segmenting off part of our audience. You know, when you go to M and you buy it in the store, you have to be eighteen. So wow. sorry, kids. Yeah. I mean, kids are going to get those games anyway, man. That's totally true. But, yeah, he said, you know, we're sorry about that, but this is done from a story standpoint, not a gameplay standpoint. It's not like we can remove a weapon or a move or something like that. This is, like, integral to the storyline. So I think what you were saying pretty much holds true. I really do think, I think, all the if he does kill anybody, God forbid, if he kills anybody, it's probably going to be under some kind of, like, you know, scarecrow toxin, you know. Or, like, a last resort type Maybe of thing. Maybe something. I don't, I don't know. Something's going to happen. But uh, I really think it's going to be kind of an under-the-influence under situation. Yeah. He does have – Kevin Conroy does a good job, just so you know, Stephanie. It's like when he's talking, you're being, like, hit in the face with, like, cleft chins. It does oh, yeah. Oh, that's, totally. like, yeah. what, that's what I look for jaws. every day. Yeah, yeah he's I very strong. Just job, go man. about my day wanting to be hit in the <laughs> face with cleft chins. <laughs> Did you just hit me with your chin? What? It's like uh, – Cleft the Boy Chin Wonder and uh, Chin Man, remember? <laughs> or what was his name? The Crimson, Crimson Shin. Shin. Crimson, Crimson Shin. Shin. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, jumping over to the other side of the pond, uh, the new poster for the Avengers Age of Ultron movie was released today, <sighs> and it looks just as bad as the, the one for the first it's Avengers movie. shitty, man. It, it's, uh, it looks very badly photoshopped. Exactly, yeah. Uh, they've got every single character crammed in there, like sardines. That was kind of the joke about the first one is that they had to get all these characters in here. And just the way that they ended up doing it made it look like there were six different posters that were put together. And, like, they were all in really weird angles. Avengers is just really just pushing this this we're larger than life thing. You think they would have, like, realized and, like, done a better job. But I don't think they really care because everybody's going to see the movie anyway. Who cares what the poster looks like? Not one little bit, man. They just, they're just throwing it all at you at one point in time. Interesting from the... Uh, people were able to kind of zoom in on the casting sheet uh, and they saw that uh, Sam Wilson is going to be in this movie as is Peggy Carter. Oh, really? So we're going to get some Falcon and Peggy in this Ooh. movie as well. Ooh. So oh, probably a flashback it. scene with some, some Peggy or maybe old Peggy. So are they going to are they going to hook up finally or what? What do you mean? You know. Peggy and Cap? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's that happens, right? I mean, that's like the whole point. <laughs> yeah, but she's like a you know geriatric old maid now, and Captain America still has the. Oh, and I'm talking about uh, Agent Thirteen. That's her, da- her daughter, right? It's her granddaughter. Oh, you mean Maril- Maria Hill? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, not Maria. Yeah. No. Yeah, Olivia no. Wilde. Yeah, that's you're not, talking. No, no, no. I'm talking she's about... Agent Thirteen in the house. That's why I'm confused. Who no, I'm talking about, about Agent Thirteen from uh, Civil, not Civil War, Captain America Two, man. Winter Soldier, 13. bro. Agent 13, is that the girl that he went on a date with and she turned out to be a spy, yeah. Ben? Hail Hydra? Yeah. She, well, she wasn't be- a spy. She was good. I'm pretty sure she ended up being a oh, Hydra no, spy. She stands in up in the, in the moment, man. I don't. I must not remember. Stands up in the moment. I must not remember that point. I feel yeah. like you guys are speaking a different language. That's like suppo- I'm sitting that's here listening supposed to, to Russian. be Peggy's <laughs> granddaughter, man. She's, uh, she's a Carter. Oh, yeah, you're right. Look I was getting, I don't know why I was getting Marie Hill mixed up with See, her. that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, so yeah. old, old ass. Uh, Sharon Carter. Old ass. Uh, Sharon Carter is 
definitely a pretty big staple of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So maybe. I mean, I don't know. He could still get it on with Peggy, too, if she's still alive. I mean, I mean you know. No, no. Uh, I mean, they Some flames don't die, man. That's right. Some flames don't die. Interesting. Interesting is, path we find ourselves on here at the Raving Geeks. Is this the movie that James Spader is going to be in? Yeah. Because that's yeah. all I care about. He's going to be Ultron. But he, you're not going to see him, like, uh, flabbing around in his, you know. In, like, his uh, blacklist but, suit. But you can hear, like, <laughs> his voice because that's yeah. all. That's all. He's my he's my DILF. Uh, oh, get out of here. Yeah. Really? No, wow. no, for real. He's the guy, huh? It's the voice. He's he's the guy. One old guy comes in the room and just like like everyone has that Spader. weird that weird crush that like they're kind of like semi embarrassed about. Except I just like totally told everyone about it just now. <laughs> he just owned it. Like when like when I was younger, I had a crush on Gene Wilder, and I to this day oh, like I yeah. can't explain it. I uh, think he's, it's he's like Willy Wonka, man. Willy Wonka, the Candy Man can. And he had candy. The Candy Man can. But James Spader's got that voice. It's like seductive. I could see Gene Wilder, but James Spader just looks like a, <gasps> a turkey that's been left. <laughs> water so the turkeys become bloated and maybe, it's just like maybe i like that it's like if you put a pair of glasses and like a shitty haircut on a turkey <laughs> gobble gobble I mean, like a plucked turkey a plucked turkey like a thanksgiving turkey i'm never gonna unsee that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Gonna well, somebody, somebody need to bring this thing home for you sorry you can't go <laughs> living a lie like this <laughs> yeah. maybe like fly. up and until until 2000 did you guys ever see secretary no no that was a good movie never never been in a james spader last last james spader movie i saw was wolf and I think I've brought that up before. That was yeah. like... Where he turns into a werewolf. Oh, like, like 1989. turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm old, I'm old school James Spader, man. Represent. But yeah. uh, in the world of superheroes, since we're talking about superheroes on movies, uh, have you kids seen the Aquaman poster? Yeah. Good Lord. It's awesome. It's basically Khal Drago of the Sea. It's not awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. They're, it's awesome. They went way overboard. Not really. I mean, what's what's your, what's your main gripe with it? Is it the is it the badass nature of the Aquaman? It's the accessories. The accessories. Yeah, he does accessorize too much. Yeah, he's got like a chest platey thing that turns into like a shoulder gauntlet. So it's got like a gauntlet, yeah. which is okay. It's on you know on its own. Yeah, he's sure. like a Atlantean warrior. Or he's whatever. the warrior king, man. <sighs> king of the sea, man. Fuck that, man. Whatever. Chicken of the sea. Chicken, of the, like. chicken of the sea. King yeah. of the sea. And then he's got like a matching tribal tattoo on the other arm that like goes down the chest and the under boob area. Yeah. And don't forget about the scales, man. He's got scales tattooed, tattooed on him too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a scaly tattoo thing. And then he's got like this weird like WWE like Triple H hairdo. <laughs> he's got like dreadlocks. Yeah. Like he's sandy dreadlocks. He, he totally looks like a reject WWE character. Quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. He actually, uh, what else does he look like? Uh, well, he obviously Bitch. looks like a Rastafarian. A little bit, yeah. The hair's, hair's pretty see. grungy, too. Yeah, man. We're chilling in Atlantis, man. I don't know. It's like we were talking before about how there's like this overcompensation with making Aquaman a badass. You gotta go like so far, he looks like something a seventh grader scribbled on his notebook in math class. There's a reason for the long hair and the beard, man. I mean, if you read comics in the 90s, Malachi, like... Uh, oh, okay, yeah, let's like, bring every character design from <laughs> like, the 90s back. Let's, uh, let's bring that... It, that's basically what they're drawing from. They're I'm, drawing from this darker version of Aquaman. That was such a joke, though. Everybody everybody hates that hey, version of Aquaman because he's got a hook hand and he's, like, all ridiculous. At least he doesn't have the hook hand. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that could have been awful. I wouldn't put it past Zack Snyder. He'll probably lose a hand in one of these movies. <laughs> That's the next movie. I guarantee Aquaman, it. he actually has the harpoon hand. I guarantee in the Justice League movie he'll have the harpoon hand. Do you think they're going to go full bore with the 90s thing? Like, he was kind of a terrorist in the 90s. I mean, like, he took down, like, oil companies and, like... Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Weird. Dude, uh, that totally sounds like something that would be in that movie, though. That, Zack Snyder likes to blow stuff up. Like, escalating the character to, like, its most gritty degree, you know? Pretty much. 
pretty much. Meanwhile, I that's, mean, I don't know. That's what they. Nobody would have believed that Superman would have let the entire city of New York get destroyed in a giant superhero cataclysmic. There's actually an interesting meme about that, my friend. It shows the uh, Avengers next to Man of Steel. I yeah. mean, come on, it's more realistic. What was the death toll? Totally more realistic. You say an alien comes to this planet, destroys the entire city, mm-hmm. and it's not wrecked to shreds. I'm saying the point of Superman is that he's someone who can save lives, and he should have taken that fight elsewhere instead of willingly punching Zod through, like, buildings full of thousands of people. He's just a young It was man. a little gratuitous. He's still learning. He, and you know what? The movie should have been an arc about him learning that shit, and by the final battle, he should have figured it out. That's pretty much most of the movie. He's got blood on his hands. Quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. And you know what? Next thing you know, Arthur Curry and his SWAT team of dolphins are going to be like... <laughs> dolphin dolphin marines. With freaking lasers on their head. Yeah, I don't know what's going to yeah. happen, man. I mean, there's even there's even a part in the 90s storyline where his arm, okay, his hand does get cut off. Yeah. And then he uh, develops telekinetic powers to reform his hand out of water. <sighs> That's a thing, man. Hot. That's a thing. Out of water. Is it, is it constantly made out of water and it's like a water fist or yeah, does he like, it's like use water fist that like solidifies? Okay, see I can get that. It's not No, I was thinking he slaps you and I like was thinking he used the water blast on your face. That'd be, that'd be kinda nice. <laughs> oh Aquaman. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I'm thinking like he used the water molecules and turned them into like bone in another hand. Well the interesting thing is that it's drawn look, looks like it has a bone inside of it. Yeah. But I doubt it is. Probably yeah. just, you know, some bone. aesthetics. A bone to pick with that stupid idea. Hey. But yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be cool. I'm really excited about it. I'm literally not. <laughs> As you can tell from his voice, I'm just not excited. How about you, Stephanie? How do you I feel have, about Aquaman? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It uh, usually means we're on a roll here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's interesting to see him take shape in the, in the universe, you know? Hmm. But uh, yeah, you're kind of right. It is a, it's a little extreme. I think uh, when people want to see like kind of a rough and tumble movie, that's what they wanted to see. I mean, were you really gonna have him blonde haired and yes. shaved face? Yeah, sure, why not? That worked. Uh, that didn't work so well for Ryan Reynolds, man. Wait, wait that didn't I'm work sorry. so work for well, so well for the Green Lantern, man. The fact that he had normal looking hair and a clean shaven face is yeah, what no, no, no. that he movie. He needed a beard and long hair, and it yeah. would be totally fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the problem with that movie. So, did you guys watch the Oscars? A little bit. I didn't watch the Oscars. I boycotted the Oscars. I, I didn't watch, but um, but I, I saw the uh, uh, John Travolta creeps out the internet bit. Yeah, what was that all about? Yeah, what the, what the um, he just got really handsy with a lot of people. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I did see. I did see that. Like he landed and kissed her, right? Yeah, but he had his hands, like his arms around her, and she just was not having any of it. Yikes. Look on her face. Was he drunk? Or was it was with the man? I know? don't know. I mean, once again, you know, John Travolta just proving that uh, Scientologists are very nice and normal people. Yeah, yeah completely. One hundred percent. Very touchy feely. Uh, I think last year at the Oscars, didn't he mispronounce uh, a Dina Menez? Or I can't. I don't remember her name. I probably should know that. I don't know either. It, it was the actress that he got all handsy on her face. Uh, what? Yeah. He <laughs> That's gonna need clarification. So, yeah. So when you say handsy on her face. Please describe for the viewers out there it's what you exactly like, mean. Like a Vulcan grip, kind of. like oh, wow. On her face? Yeah. Just just like a mind meld? No, he was just cupping her face and like my sweet, talented, I don't know, and he was just being oh. really creepy. Um, so who else was he interacting with in an inappropriate manner? I know that BuzzFeed was all over uh, the... Uh, um, he was sitting behind Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, boy. And uh, kind of giving him some creepy stares from behind. Oh, wow. So he was like... 
kind of undressing Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, honestly, oh he probably thought that Benedict Cumberbatch was the Dark Lord Xenum because he looks like <laughs> a freaking alien. <laughs> yeah, Cumberbatch is a little thin. And just, he's got an oddly shaped head. Eat oh, something, buddy. But like, he's, I think it's like a, one of those heads that looks better on camera than in person. In real life, yeah. yeah. He always got that, that, that stare. He always like bends his head down, you know? Yeah. yeah. Arcs his eyes. He's got like the shapely head of, of like an Aquafina water bottle with all of its, <laughs> all of its ripples and You're curves. You're talking about like new Aquafina or like old Aquafina? I'm talking about the new one that they like put hand grips on because oh, they yeah, don't yeah. trust people to hold the <laughs> cylinder. It's like 75% <laughs> less plastic. Yeah. Sure. Which sucks, by the way, too, because they're so much like softer. It's easy to just oh, yeah. use them and like You ever just them? open it up and just like get it all over yourself? Yeah, all yeah, the time. That's pretty bad, man. That's an epidemic. Plastics don't make <laughs> it. It is an epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone going around. I never drink bottled water anyway, though. No, so, we I drink mean, tab. Is, yeah. That's just bizarre. Why? I don't know. It's clean. It's just, I'm still alive. I'm in peak top shape. You, know? you read the water reports? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like what they put. He wrote the story on the water reports. <laughs> Did right, really? We both wrote the story on the water reports. <laughs> yeah. I know what's up with we the water. We know all man. about the water reports. I don't trust it. No. Are you kidding me, though? Like the water compared to like all the shit they're putting in Aquafina and Dasani, all that fluoride mm. and like cleaner. And there's a reason it tastes like toothpaste. I mean, I don't, it's, I all, don't drink it's all got fluoride in it, man. And it's like mercury and stuff, water, too. Man. Yeah, it's a real thing. Are you like a conspiracy theorist that like I've, against the fluoridity? Uh, there was a kid who was really trying to convince me of it. It's one pretty time. insane. He tried to talk to me for like 45 minutes. And I was like, basically, my point of view on like conspiracy things like that are like, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Cool. I'm going to see you later. I was, I mean, I wasn't, like, super doubting him, and I wasn't, like, super on board, but I was like, I mean, I could see how you would think that makes sense. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a conversation I'd never want to have with anyone. Oh, it's pretty yeah. bad. One yeah. time uh, Prince was on the Tavis Smiley show talking about chemtrails. That's pretty interesting. Oh, chemtrails, yeah. That's a pretty big oh, one, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty big conspiracy. It's just air, man. Oh, dude. It's we should moisture, have a, man. Let's have a conspiracy ooh, episode. Ooh. Most ridiculous and most plausible. Well, that's fantastic. Okay, cool. Not Put bad. that in the bank. Ding, ding. Anyway, John Travolta, right? He's a weirdo. Yeah. He's a total I, weirdo now, right? Did I you mean, did you guys ever like growing up, did you ever think he was like really cool? No. Like, no. Not one bit. I thought what? he was cool for like half of Greece until the end when he compromised all his morals by hooking up with that floozy. <laughs> you could have been a good man, John. Yeah. What about your car? You could have been <laughs> Look at your hand, John. <laughs> Wow. Oh, Greece yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was back when he was normal. Like, yeah. look who's talking. Um, I, I liked him in Greece. Uh, I didn't see Pulp Fiction until after he had already went through that really weird phase. Yeah, yeah, totally. And what was that movie where he was an angel? What was it called? Michael? Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's long, like, long hair. He looks like Superman when he came back from the dead. Yeah. That's like the second John Travolta movie that I ever saw. And I was He's, like, oh, wow. this is ridiculous. That started so, getting weird around then, much. I think. Yeah. It was the beginning of his uh, descent into being absolutely batshit insane. Yeah, I mean, what were some other of his, like, major contributions? Uh, what is it? He had Phenomenon? Yeah. Phenomenon, right? If you want to go way back in time, uh, he was on Welcome Back, Cotter. In oh, yeah, the 70s. of course. Yeah. yeah I mean, of course, Barbarino, man. Yeah. Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, the best. <laughs> hey, Barbarino. Hey, Barbarino. Hey. <laughs> no idea what that is. <laughs> you don't know, really? It's, it's yeah. okay. You never well, watched Welcome Back, Cotter? Man, awesome mm-hmm. show. For Make you nerds night. out there, some good uh, retro television. Oh, my God. Welcome Back, Cotter. That, it makes sense now. Uh, Crack.com did a, a parody of... Harry Potter, and they called it Welcome Back Potter. Oh, really? <laughs> it, it just now that just now just clicked for you. Yeah, I just thought it was wow. because it was about Harry Potter after like Harry Potter, but now I wow, that's now you see the light. Kudos yeah. to cracked. The raving geeks are about changing lives, guys. Yeah, and even, that's what we just did. I'm own, so man. glad I was here, present for this moment. Yep. Yeah. Malachi's life has changed forever. Mind explosions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, Saturday Night Fever. 
Yeah, that's Urban Cowboy. Forgot about Urban that Cowboy. One. I've seen Urban he Cowboy. He was so good. Urban and Cowboy then, was not bad. And then it's like he just woke up one day and I don't became know. a Scientologist yeah. and everything was over. I don't know. But can we talk about his ever changing hairline? Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that I'm a girl, so maybe that I just care about that. No, no, it, goes, it definitely goes back and forth. It does. And I feel like uh, he's just got to stick with one. You know, one a hairline. It's like either super receding or it's like plugs or. I think part of the problem, too, is that he's got like a real spud head. <laughs> Seems to be growing a little bit. He's too. got a weird potato head. He's that got just a huge like head. Parts of it just like Kinda push out, a push bit. out and then go back in in weird ways that I don't. I'm not familiar with. Did you guys? Ever oh my see? god! I hit my head. <laughs> he did After Earth too. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. god! <laughs> Awful movie. Oh my god, that movie. One of the terrible. greatest worst sci-fi movies of all time. Have you ever seen After Earth? Steph? No, I it's, haven't. It's loosely based on Scientology. Yeah, Ben, can you give the synopsis okay. real quick just so, so we're basically there's this like big war going on and John Travolta is like this warlord and they have to take John Travolta out and it's it's really intense. John Travolta has dreadlocks. He in has this dreadlocks. Movie. He looks like a Klingon. Oh, yeah, I've does. seen this. He looks like yeah. a Klingon or yeah. Aquaman. It was a long That's time. what Aquaman looks like. He looks like a goddamn Klingon. I knew something clicked, wow. man. I knew I didn't like it for some See, reason. He does actually though. There's yeah. Some good things going on here. My mind just got blown. Yeah, so wait, that was that was about Scientology? Loosely based bit, yeah. on really? the works of L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, sure. Oh, but he was a science fiction writer. Well, that's the whole point. Uh, Scientology. Yeah. Do you know the story of Scientology, I mean, Stephanie? Uh, yeah, a wow. little, little bit. I know a little bit. Here's, I'm only familiar with here, the South Park version. Yeah, here's the reason. Actually, the South Park version is not it's really pretty far <laughs> off from what the actual thing is. Yeah. Basically, L. Ron Hubbard wrote that he found these, you know, these writings in, in a cave, kind of like the uh, the rail dude. There's like railians that are kind of similar to Scientologists. Very weird stuff. But anyway, he found all these writings um, about an epic ancient war that happened in space. And some evil warlord grabbed up these like all these people in the universe and took their, their inner beings, which are technically their souls, and shoved them in Earth in volcanoes and, you know. That sounds Just painful. stored them there. Just stored them there for a while. So when the volcanoes finally erupted, all these souls came out. They inhabited bodies. And uh, that is the whole point of Scientology, that you're trying to awaken this inner alien spirit that you have and right. it will cost you about a hundred dollars a month i was about to say yeah to find that out and you can never leave the religion nope not one little bit yeah they, they clamp down on you pretty hard they've got like scientologist boats man you've heard about this right these like scientologist cruises <laughs> what? it doesn't sound very fun it's basically like a like a, a work camp on, doesn't sound on like sea doesn't sound know? like the love boat that's no for sure. definitely not very strange. But yeah, that's uh, that's what they believe in, man. Hey, speaking... It, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, is it like those cruises where they have, like, washed up, like, stars of the 90s? <laughs> no, it's like a cruise where you, like, you can't leave. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you're stuck there. There was a cruise uh, where it's, like, lonely people with, like, their cats. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and it's just one person has to bring one cat, and they all get together, and they have sad... Sad, terrible sex, probably. I don't know. Oh, well, God. Like, sit there and watch. Yeah. Wait, can, where can I sign up for that? Oh, God. Get yourself a cat. <laughs> that's that's, that's your thing, Stephanie. Yeah. Get this girl two cats. <laughs> wow. My cat is big enough for two cats. Well, there you go. He's like a 20 pound double, cat. double feature. Double, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> double, I'm, double I'm back to back. Cat. I'm packing my bags now. Yeah. That's strange, man. That's really weird. Cats and water really don't mix, though, so that doesn't sound like that's going to be a good situation. It sounds like a disaster. Anyway. It sounds like everybody's going to die. Yeah. Wow. You know, we talked a little bit about John Travolta's hair going back and forth in time and you know, also this concept of wishing we had a, a better day where we could enjoy John Travolta for what he really was. Yes. If only we had, like, something, some kind of, um, some vehicle like a where we could temporally travel backwards. Some kind of... I'm thinking of a word. Hmm. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm stumped. How about you, Stephanie? You know what we're talking about? No. No idea. Oh. Oh, the time machine. No, it's not. It no, keep, no. That no, can't no, be no, it. No, no, no. That's silly. Yeah, time machine. Oh, yeah. Hey, there we go. <laughs> If only we had a time machine to go back and see all these really cool things. I mean, I'm I, I'm pretty into retro stuff. Yeah, I'm not very modern. If you see me, I'm wearing uh, washed out jeans, you a flannel like shirt, and I look like I'm in a grunge band. You right look now. like you got hit with a Pearl Jam stick. Pearl Jam stick. in the building. Yeah. Sarah, I definitely Sarah. look like like Scott Weiland right now. So it's uh. Wait, guys, don't you know? I have a time machine. You have a time really? machine? Really? Yeah. Is it your closet? Ooh! Oh! <laughs> Bam! No, yeah. Every hairdo she's had since 1995. I got a perm. I'm rocking a perm. Yeah. Uh, no, but you guys want to get in? My time machine? Yeah. yeah. Is, does that sound like a creepy pick up a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got candy, got candy in my time in machine. Van. That sounds like what you say when you bring like a cardboard box with the word time machine right hey, on see, it. That's what mine looks stuff. like, though. Outside of like the park. Yeah. You want to go take it all back that's, in the time machine? <laughs> that's my pickup line that I use. That's why I'm single. <laughs> hey, baby, I got a time machine. You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go away now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow or yesterday. You, know? yeah. you guys ready? Sure. Okay, everyone get in the time machine. Click. This is like not a live radio show. This is not working. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. We could cut all of this right now, and you people would never know. That was dun, terrible. Dun, dun. But yeah, no. I mean, I grapple with the concept of like trying to, you know, change the things that you wish you could all the time. Yeah. You know. Well, your life is just one long series of disappointments. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, Might as well just start back at the beginning. Wasn't going to be my time. <laughs> no, actually, uh, what was it? 1998 was a really good year for me. Really? If I could go back to 98, 98 was good. How? I was five years back then. I was five years Let's old. Let's not five say how old. old we were yeah. in 98. No, that's fine. I'm just putting it in perspective just for, like, myself. Like Steph, Steph and I are, are the resident uh, old people here. We're at the, the old timers. Machine Life, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You don't have to say how old you are. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. No one will ever know. No, absolutely not. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I always constantly think about, man, that was stupid. I wish I could take that back. Or, man, that was awesome. I want to live that every single day. Perpetual Groundhog's Day. Hmm. That's know? a great film. Oh, great film. That is, Bill Murray is like my other Dilf. That's, yeah. You know, for us, I think that's agreeable. Bill Murray hits me in everything. I would totally just go to the other side for Bill Murray. Absolutely. Did you guys see that uh, that movie where he played, like, an old curmudgeon that, like, uh, just, like, frequented uh, the bar and, like, strip clubs, and, like, he started babysitting this, like, boy or whatever? No. It's not uh, Broken Flowers, is it? I don't remember what it's called, but it, uh, I always wanted to see it. And, oh, so you haven't seen it? And that's a super interesting topic. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, <laughs> but I wish I would have watched it when it was around. Maybe I'll catch it on DVR <laughs> one of these days. I'm going to watch it tonight, so it's not relevant at all to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, yeah, do people really ever think of uh, Groundhog's Day as, like, a time travel movie? Oh, yeah, totally. Weird. Yeah, I never have, it's, really. It's definitely... Well, I mean, it explores a lot of the, the time travel kind of themes sure. that we deal with, I guess. Sure. And it's, kinda, it's like a time loop. So why do you, why do you like time travel? What, what's, what's alluring to you, Malachi? Um, I think just like the paradoxes are always interesting. The grandfather's paradox. There's a great episode of Futurama where they go back in time to like Roswell and Fry ends up like accidentally killing his own grandfather (laughs) and at the same time seducing his grandmother. So he becomes his own grandfather. (laughs) I believe there's a a song in the stupids about that. That's the best episode of Futurama ever. Yeah, that's one of my favorites for sure. Wow. Yeah. So I was and like Looper was pretty interesting to me. 
That's cool because a lot of people don't agree with it. I, I do agree with you. Yeah. I thought Looper was fantastic. You know, anytime you got Joseph Gordon-Levitt acting like Bruce Willis, he did a good job. I mean, the makeup on his eyebrows was kind of weird in some scenes sure. for sure. Uh, but I thought it was entertaining. Juxtaposed, they look the same, you know? Yeah. Very similar. The cool thing about time travel is that it can be entertaining when it's like everything we do has repercussions in the future, you know? And then it can also just be like, ah, whatever, we're going to throw kind of the rules out the window. That's kind of what Looper did, I feel like, a little bit. Didn't really try to explain the time travel too much, which was all right, you know? can have it both ways, so I don't know. I think that, and then also, like, you know, what I just said about, you know, trying to go back and change things. Those are, like, very, almost very serious reasons to, to wish you had time travel you know mm-hmm. but what about like all the like the adventure you know what about like hot tub time machine yeah like hot tub time machine yeah i thought that was uh hot tub time machine is basically like i feel like it's a back to the future kind of like homage it's like it's super bad and back to the future kind of what i've combined. heard about uh hot tub time machine 2 is that it's a lot more like back to the future 2 was than like any other kind of like time travel movie okay so it's kind of like they're building on this thing and i i mean there will probably be a third one where they go back in time to western times and yeah because one of them gets shot because and... like they spend a lot of time in back to the future 2 like in the future right yeah of course that's the whole that's the whole thing right yeah yeah I, it's been a while since i've seen it so hoverboards man i was never really got to love back the to the future but like in hot tub time machine too apparently they spent a lot of time in the future so it's kind of like a joke on that cool fantastic oh, yeah. yeah i mean that's like the swash we keep bringing up this swashbuckling concept yeah idea of adventure how about you stephanie why do you like time travel well i mean i've never been time traveling hmm. but I, I think that it would be really interesting just because i really like history don't hate me um, <laughs> You're such a nerd. <laughs> I just was afraid you guys are going to be like nerd. We have a whole podcast dedicated to being geeks. You can be a geek. You're in good company. You better not be a nerd, though. I'll tell yeah, you what. Okay. Nerds. Um, but I mean, no. Like, Ooh. I just uh, I think it would be really cool just to get to go back and see how people lived, and like, of course, then I'd want to come back where there are, are iPhones and modern medicine. Um, and, good things uh, to have. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> I could do without the cage. What? I, I might send uh, Cage back in time, but we'll talk about he, that later. He brings me so much joy. Oh, yeah. I can't believe you would hate him. Screaming bees in Roman times. There's always the joke, too, that, like, as a white male, I could go to any point in history and yeah. have like, a pretty great time. Yeah, you'd be, a gr- you'd be, yeah, that's you'd be true. fine. Yeah. I would be screwed. There's, like, that oh, Louis C.K. joke, lie. you know, where you, like, step out of the time machine and they immediately, like, give you a drink and, like, a poolside <laughs> thing, you know? Oh, God, this is great. Yeah. Wait, why would you be screwed? I'm the one that uh, would... Um, be having problems there back in time, women, women's lib. Sure, sure, absolutely. I don't know. Uh, I'm Mexican and Puerto Rican. I think, you know, the Puerto Ricans were treated pretty well in history, oh, I think, yeah. for the most part. We weren't completely enslaved. I if, always forget you're Hispanic. I am. I'm Latino. He, he looks white. They might uh, might kill me at the Alamo Yeah, a couple of times. Well, that's the thing, too, is back in the day, like, if you were Irish, you weren't considered white, too. No, like, there was I, always a sliding scale, like, what uh, sure. whiteness was. You so. know, the ethnicity thing. Yeah. Very ethnic. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, Eastern Europe is still very ethnic. So where did this, like, kind of time travel convention come from, well, Benjamin? Well, that's funny that you asked that, because I did some extensive research on what? time travel. Why? I never would have guessed that you had <laughs> a laptop full of it right in next the, to me. Uh, two hours that I spend uh, preparing for this podcast. Get out of here. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the beginnings of time travel uh, have their roots all the way back to the most ancient of civilizations, uh, in the Hindu texts and the Buddhism texts, there's instances of time travel. Uh, Buddha mentions a couple of things of uh, different realms that have different time paths that go backwards and forwards at different paces. Uh, interestingly enough, the Quran actually has a mention of time travel. Uh, a bunch of dudes get into a cave, go to sleep, wake up, 309 years into the future, just hanging out. How are things in... 
I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't read the Quran enough extensively to know the full sense of that story, but there, there's a mention of it in there. Didn't do your research. Did you not do the, my research on the Quran. If you didn't I'll, read the entire Quran before this I'll, episode. I'll break that out one day. Don't worry, guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's kind of where it all started. And then there's the concept of, that, that was just basically moving forward in time. You know, that people didn't even grapple with the concept of going backwards in time until about, I don't know, like the 1800s. 1895 is when H.G. Wells published his time machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit before that, there was a man named Samuel Madden hmm. who uh, published a book in 1773 called uh, Memoirs of the 20th Century. Basically, the uh, main character has a male correspondence with someone writing from 1995. 1995, no, excuse me, 1998. You know, hanging out, telling them all the good things that were going on. So the guy from 1998 came back in time? No, no, he just wrote letters. He the wrote... guy would just, just be getting letters from oh. 1998, man. Hmm. That's a fine, much finer stock of paper. You could clearly, you know, <laughs> laser jet print, you know. Oh, yeah. What a wow, time. this is great. All <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, so handwriting is really uh, yeah. bugging me oh, out. It's man. still warm from the printer. Oh, wow. Ah, Do you know that uh, Mark Twain wrote a time travel book? Did he really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's called A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. Wow. Which is, you know, pretty Mark Twain is that like Is that like the kid in King Arthur's Court? Is that like the, uh, the setup for that? Maybe. I'm not really sure. Instead of a, instead of a you know... Uh, kid playing baseball, it's, uh, you know. So usually there's, like, some kind of, soldier. like, machine or, like, I don't know, like a wormhole or something that people, like, slip back in time to. This guy goes back in time because he's hit in the head with a crowbar. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if only it was that easy, man. It is. We could try. I would have gone back a bunch of times. Yeah. Maybe ba- not with the crowbar, but. Basically, he goes back and uh, pretends he's a magician in King Arthur's court and becomes, like, a Merlin type of person. Does he just, like, have a lighter and just clicks the lighter? And what's kind of interesting about this is, like, he doesn't go back and he just, like, has goofy adventures like you would expect from Mark Twain. Like, he just straight up, like, takes over and, like, invents <laughs> machine guns and, like, electric fences and just fucks everybody's day. Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah. that was not positive at all. Well, you know, it was a Connecticut Yankee. What are you going to do? It Yikes. wasn't. It wasn't a southern ball. No, 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 definitely not. No, not riding them. The, the South did not rise <laughs> in King Arthur's court uh-huh. that day. Oh, this isn't as highbrow as uh, Mark Twain, but did you guys ever see uh, Somewhere in Time, a time traveling oh, movie yeah. from the eighties? That was Superman's uh, Christopher Reeves. No, really? <laughs> I yeah. heard about it. I've never seen. Wow. It was actually filmed in Michigan on uh, Mackinac Island. Oh, sure. Grand Hotel, yeah. So what was the plot of that one? Um, Well, the plot of um, Christopher Reeves uh, is a playwright, and he's approached in in modern time in the movies in the 80s by an elderly lady who gives him a watch, and she kind of creeps him out and everyone around him and just says, like, uh, this one sentence, come back to me. Mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, then she just walks away, and then she, like, dies the next day or something. And so he's, like, obsessed with this. Like, who is this lady? Like, what is she talking about? Why is she creeping on me? And and so uh, he ends up finding out who she is. And then he travels back in time to be with her when she's young in, like, 1912 Aww. or something like that. Um, but good, it's, good you know what's Christmas. messed up is all he had to do is go back, like, a month. And he would add, like, a bunch of time I know. before she died. Yeah, what a superficial man. Yeah. yeah. I know, if right? You the, if Ridiculous. you had the, you know, the power of time travel, why don't you just go back and... He stopped himself from falling off a horse. He probably went back. A, uh, <laughs> it's too dun. soon. It's too soon, Ben. In that so. movie, he probably went back a couple of times. He like went back to when she was like forty, and he was like, "Nah, she's not. <laughs> no, she's no, got no. she's no, got some man, better no. years. She has some better. Go back to when she's like you know nineteen. She's like, ah, she's not developed enough yet. No, 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 no. Goes back no, again when she's forward. like twenty six or something. He's All like, right, All right, I can okay. do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Then cool. Yeah, I'm glad she gave me this watch. Right on. <laughs> was that a, was that a Rolex? 
Uh, it was it was like one of those old timey watches. Oh. I don't know. I was on a like chain. A, like, like oh, like a, yeah. like a watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, watch. old timey watch. Not like a flavor flavor one around. No, that's, no. That's that some time been, machine. That would have been a different movie, I think. I'm pretty sure Flavor Flav is a time master. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I haven't really thought about it before. Yeah. But I mean, he is still alive. It always drives me crazy how like he's really, really musically talented too. He really is. He's yeah. such a buffoon. <laughs> I actually, I've seen Public Enemy. I've seen Public Enemy live. They played Demp one year. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Hedden of uh, CM Life staff was there with me, raging out Public Enemy. The man has got to be like almost like 60 years old. He is he really? They're pretty up there. Yeah. Wow. Close, getting close. He's pretty well preserved. Uh, did, a lo- did a lot of drugs. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Did a lot of drugs. I would do it. Uh, he is definitely pickled, uh, much uh, like uh, Keith, uh, Keith Richards. Well, he's... He was- He's definitely, uh, he's like a musical savant, though. Like, he really is. He like, can play bass, he can play drums. He can play like 11 instruments, I think. Yeah. He was in NWA. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Oh, he was in Public Enemy. Oh. He's the hype man. He's the hype man. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. I'm not going to challenge you on this. because yeah, I, I boy. Know you, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's You're right. Something. I'm wrong. NWA no. was Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's know? right. That's Easy right. E. Yeah, Easy E. My favorite. Rolling in my sixth foe. Yeah. By Did the you? way, guys, NWA has got a movie coming out, and you should see it, because it's awesome. Is it like a documentary? Or is it? It like is a, a it is a live action biopic of NWA's history. What? Yes. That who's, sounds awesome. Who's playing whom? Uh, no, nobody's. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody big. It's not like Denzel's like you know, like Easy E sitting yeah. in prison. Denzel, Barack Obama. Yeah, Barack Obama. Who would Barack Obama play? <laughs> Zombie Nelson Mandela. Yeah, sure. Zombie de- no, like Mandela definitely for Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, definitely for Ice Cube. Starting the ruckus. Yeah, they mean you know? they mean Monk pretty hard. LA's most wanted. Um, I think Barack Obama would be a good uh, Dr. Dre. Forrest you know? Whitaker. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Would be their agent. Yeah. Uh, oh, you gotta get on the stage. That makes me wish Bernie Mac was still alive because he probably would have had a great part in that. Movie. Oh sure, absolutely. <clears throat> Definitely miss Bernie Mac. But yeah, no. Uh, wow, Flavor Flav is a time traveler. I never. Yeah. I bet. Master of time. The size and space. of that clock, man. But that brings up an interesting point. Like, you know, what do you use to travel time? Do you yeah. use a machine? Do you use a vehicle? Uh, what I found out was that there's a couple different ways that scientists have theorized that you could do this. None of this science, by the way, has very much support. It uh, kind of has its roots in like quantum mechanics and uh, if you've ever heard of an Einstein-Rosen bridge, which are fans of uh, the Thor movies will mm-hmm. know that the, uh, what is that thing called? The uh, the thing that they travel to other worlds on. Yeah. Come on, you gotta know. No, I'm gonna let you suffer for Come that. on, you gotta know. <laughs> wow. I hate Marvel, guys. I'm sorry. I don't really care. I fell asleep in all the Thor movies. What about the uh, crowbar? Has that been supported by science? The crowbar has not been supported by science yet. <laughs> no. They're still testing that. You can sign up for that. There's too. no Einstein crowbar principle. No. Rosen, 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 Rosen crowbar. <laughs> yeah. Rosen bar. Yeah. So basically, uh, that thing that Thor and them travel on is supposed to be an Einstein Rosen bridge. It's basically some kind of ripple through space. The Bifrost. The Bifrost. I knew it was something that. Had, Guarded by Hemdell. Yeah. Come on, man. The Rainbow Bridge. Sorry. I'm so in like, time Rainbow travel bridge, land and taking Andrew. myself out of the comic book world. Yeah. Did you find anything on like the Napoleon Dynamite theory of time travel? Like, <laughs> what's, using, what's, shock yourself in like, the testicles. <laughs> like using crystals and stuff. <laughs> no, science still has not uh, tackled that one yet. Although it's a really, really like, you know, interesting theory. I really think they should put some money behind this. That's my favorite part of that whole movie is that the guy's just so desperate to return back that he falls for this scheme. That, and the guy just like set it up that whoever would fall for this would just blast themselves <laughs> and crush with electricity. Oh, God. He's got that fan that uh, around. Yeah. Yikes. If you ever heard of the term dick punching, that's definitely a pretty 
pretty good. Uh, I believe that the that. dick punch might send you back in time. A good dick punch might knock you into next Thursday. <laughs> Get a crowbar. Let's do this. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that idea. There's uh, wormholes, kind of similar to that. Yeah. You know, ripples of time. Uh, space-time geometries, man. Oh, boy. Quite like interstellar. Bending space-time so that you can move through one point to the other. It's kind of more of like, you know, a, a light speed travel, mm-hmm. you know, warp speed moving from one place to another. But the same uh, theory applies. Mass energy, bend space, bend time, you end up in uh, medieval times. What's the uh, what's the principle behind Austin Powers' time traveling <laughs> car and the spy who shagged me? Well, it's his mojo. That <laughs> really oh, that's it. right. Yeah. yeah. It's powered by the man's own mojo, Yeah, which he loses. He lost his mojo. And then he gets yeah. it back. And it's so powerful that he goes back in time and hangs out, you know. Yeah. With Beyonce again. Got a little, which was a bad choice. Yeah, the third one wasn't as good. Because I totally killed his movies. Yeah. But yeah, I digress. Those are some of the mechanisms that you can use to uh, travel through space, time. What are some of your uh, your favorite time travel machines? Ooh, the machines? Yeah, either of you. DeLorean. Yeah, it's kind of a classic. DeLorean's yeah, really hip. of course. Definitely stylish. Um, I'm going to talk about this later. It's kind of hard to describe without describing this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a concept of using chemicals and freezing atoms around you to travel back in time. Yeah, that's my that's my mechanism. That sounds complicated. Oh, like you'd does. have to have a bachelor's degree in science, mm-hmm. yeah. chemistry. Yeah. You actually have to do this stuff yeah. to understand this. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that later. My my favorite method is concussive force, as seen <laughs> as in, <laughs> in the Yankee and also in Martin Lawrence classic Black Knight. Oh, of course. Where uh, I forget Absolutely. I forget what the head injury he sustains in that one is. I'm not really sure either. Yeah. Great movie. But I mean, essentially, he just goes back in time to medieval ages and just is black and just confounds everyone with his sure. African Americanness. God, what a racist. Which is ass such ass. a oh my god! Look what up the look up the poster. Ass. And it's just him in like a basketball jersey with a backwards hat and sunglasses doing like a Will Smith, Will Smith, Smith. like Will <laughs> Smith, William Smith, <laughs> William Smith, <laughs> Build, building spider slayers. He was a moor, It's okay. Yeah. No, and he's just got like this ridiculous Will Smith like yell face on, you know. And it's just like the whole joke is just he's black in time. Black. <laughs> gotta go black in time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. What, what movie is this? Black Knight. Black Knight. Did you guys ever, speaking of racist movies, semi-racist movies, oh, have God. you guys ever seen Soul Man of the 80s? The no. 80s? I've it's, seen Soul Men. It's a... Uh, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, that's a good... Um, it's where this guy, like, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but he does blackface to, like, get, like, a scholarship. You have, horrible. You have guy who does blackface in movie <laughs> 80s. Typed I into remember her, the name of it. Typed into her tablet. That is an interesting, interesting search. <laughs> Worst part is she didn't type it in. It's one of her bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not... <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Eddie Murphy's White Like Me. Uh, yeah. We're talking about 80s. Uh, Eddie Murphy uh, followed the concept of Black Like Me, a very influential book that uh, showed a lot of injustice hmm. to African Americans uh, during the era of after slavery, Reconstruction, and uh, into Jim Crow and things like that. But uh, yeah, he basically paints himself white, gets a nice little mustache, a little, little porn mustache, if you will, little coiffed hair. Was there any backlash against uh, white chicks when that movie came out? Oh, tons. Really? Absolutely. Because I was, I don't really remember, I, I must have been too young to just be like aware of it, you know? Well, here's the thing, is that like, the, the, I mean, other than it being just like <laughs> highly offensive, but the whole blackface thing, the way it's so racist is because one, it was done by white people, right? right? You're marginalizing blacks by not giving them roles in Hollywood movies or stage shows or things like that. Um, but at the same time, it's like this concept of like buffoonery, you know? Like yeah. that's all we are to you people is just like buffoons. 
So yeah, in a lot of ways, even though it was reverse blackface, the Wayne's brothers got a lot of flack for that by a lot of like very socially consciously aware, you know, African Americans. You know what's really funny about that though is like Iggy Azalea, Azalea or whatever oh, her name is. She looks just like the um, those guys. From well, and it's funny you bring that up too because a lot of people have accused her of like reappropriating yep. black music. Yep, the hip hop community is very very upset. In fact, her name in the hip hop community is Igloo Australian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to point out that whiteness because she real white. And uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting because so many, so many white people have been rappers before. Some of them really good. Some of them really bad. So Is I mean, she any good? No, not really. I've never heard her music. She's, I mean, she's popular. I think her problem though is that she's very poli- polarizing because she's very unapologetic about like where her influences are. Yeah. Mm. She, I think she has ties to like some Detroit DJs or like some underground DJs or something like that, right? She's, she's, she's just got, like see, this is the thing is that she's got some street cred. Like even Questlove when uh, Fancy came out, right? Fancy was a big hit, and I'll yeah. be very honest with you, like that beat is pretty damn good. But you know, it's it's kind of lame. It's overall, you know, you got skinny white girl who was a model, you know, and uh, now she's rapping. I, I think the difference between someone like her and someone like Eminem. And not like Eminem right now, but maybe like earlier Eminem. Yeah. Is that I think Eminem was very clear about like, you know, this is kind of a, a black culture thing, and I'm a white guy doing it, but like this is where like the roots are in it, oh. and he didn't disrespect that. No. Whereas I think Iggy Azalea has pissed people off because she like refuses to, I mean at least publicly on like Twitter and things like that, which is where why I bring this up because that's where I'm kind of aware of it, you know. Sure. Well, the big thing is she's a pop star. She's not. She's not a rapper. She's not. A, culturally hip-hop you know what i mean she didn't grow up in you know really bad areas and had to struggle i mean that's a big i mean I, as stupid as that is that's a huge part of hip-hop culture you mm-hmm. know and that's why people love eminem so much he was right in the thick with all of those people with proof with uh royce to five nine who was great by the way probably my favorite detroit rapper but they all respect him mad really really mad but yeah i don't know god and even to go back in time to when eminem was good did you guys see the Iggy Azalea? Not to turn this into an Iggy Azalea Azalea oh, podcast. The, the Iggy Azalea <laughs> but did you guys see that she's like going off Twitter, or because of all the negativity? Oh really? Yeah. That doesn't really surprise me. Because she was like, I don't know, she's it was silly. in the news. She needs to get over herself. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. Time travel. I don't know what. What makes it interesting for you guys to watch when you see a time travel movie? Like, what what about it is gonna grab you immediately I, I think the thing about like just media in general is that it puts you in a different time and place and uh, movies are able to take you to different places that you never been before to, so to see like a, a character that you can relate with directly go to that I think is kind of interesting for me I've always like like I said I, I like the implications of like how complex it is and how you can like change things you know uh. so I just think it's really cool to see, like, the hijinks, if you will, that people get into. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and, like uh, one of the greatest time travel movies, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, of course. I, I just like kind of seeing what they get into, you know? Like, sure. uh, how, uh, what was it, Ted almost died, like, the night. And he's like, you killed Ted, you <laughs> yeah, evil dickweed. Absolutely. It's like the best part of the movie. I fell out of, what is he, fell out of his I armor? I fell out of my suit. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, no doubt. They, uh, what is it, uh only thing that you boys have managed to learn in this class is that Caesar was a salad dressing dude <laughs> and that Napoleon was a short dead dude. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Hilarious. All those movies. So what are you, what are you guys some favorite uh, sci-fi, I mean not sci-fi movies, time travel movies of all time? Steph, you want to go first? Yeah. You just mentioned one. Um, yeah, well, yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, of sure. course. Um, Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, those are, those are two, two big ones. Uh, 
My favorite, though, uh, being when they go to the Wild West. Back to the Future Part 3. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Really, that's your favorite one? Yeah. God, that's the lamest one. What? That is so dumb. No, so it's dumb. not. It's awesome. Doc Brown falls in love when, when he goes back in time because like he's it. so old-fashioned. Oh, stop. He's a man of pure science just, and just, the renaissance. Just let him have it. We got the steam engine now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Doc Brown, he's a genius. Well, what's your favorite, then? My favorite ones. Well, mine are a little highbrow, so I apologize. Ooh. Yours are nice and fun. Bill and Ted is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, like I don't know. A lot of people like when they think about their like one kind of like stoner rock and roll movie, they think about Wayne's World. Although it's never really like. It's not a time Im- travel. Implied. Movie. Well, it's not a time travel movie, but it's like one of those like quintessential like you either like Wayne's World or you like Bill and Ted. Yeah. Right? And I was, I was raised on Bill and Ted. George Carlin's in it. I mean, he's Rufus, man. Like, that's such a twisted take on, like, who are we going to send back in time? We'll send back George Carlin. <laughs> this is great. Give some knowledge. But no, I mean, it's a really fantastic time travel movie. I mean, there's, uh, what is it, The Circuits of Time. I actually <laughs> found a t-shirt that had, like, the phone book, The Circuits of Time, with all the logo, too. Want it so bad. But yeah, no, Bill and Ted for sure. Uh, Looper, as we mentioned. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Looper's great. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it because they thought it was just kind of silly. Kind of forced, maybe, but it had like kind of like a Norish aspect to it. They were all gangsters, you know. I like that a lot. Uh, Time Machine, of course, the original Time Machine movie, not the uh, remake that they did, where uh, the Morlocks are like ridiculous spider people. <laughs> That's pretty bad. But uh, Primer, I mentioned this a little earlier. This was kind of a weird, off-the-wall movie. I was introduced to it by uh, a friend who plays electric violin. In jazz bands so you understand where this guy's head's at he was trying to explain this to me in one take I was like I just have to sit down and watch this movie. <laughs> basically what it is is these two scientists uh, and their friends two other scientists but it's probably just these two guys uh, have found a way to release certain chemicals into the air and kind of like change the mass of atoms around them and so they kind of shove themselves in like a storage unit and sit there for God knows, like three hours. And basically what this does is it creates this time loop. So it doesn't really send them back, but it creates a never-ending loop where they start appearing, you know, where they were at two days ago. Even though it's two days later, it's just kind of just like repeating itself and repeating itself. Okay. And they're doing everything they can to not be caught by these things because if they do and you mess your time loop up, you can just blow up existence. So it kind of plays with the paradox situation too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's like two of them. So like they, they show up at each other's house, like, why are you here? And it's Pretty strange. But yeah, it's a really good movie. And then 12 Monkeys, of course. How about you, Malachi? <laughs> That's all you got to say. Yeah. That's all it needs to be said. Uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What? One of the best time travel movies of all kind. How did I not I, l- I left yeah. off Terminator because I knew you were going to talk about Terminator. Yeah, I really. well, I was debating between Terminator and Terminator 2. Mm. And I think you can argue that Terminator 2 is just like a far superior film. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I really like the first one, too, just because it's like all new. Like the concepts and everything they were no introducing. Think of what you make. Yeah, come with me if you want to live. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. I think is, I mean, easily the best Terminator movie that's been made. And uh, I don't know. It's not like too heavy on the time travel plot in this one. It's just like they're both back in time again. Like the robots are gonna shoot each other. Like screw you, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm really like was trying to struggle to think of another one because I'd already like brought up all of these uh, ridiculous ones like Austin Powers. Uh, those Goldmember and Spy Shag Me are probably two of the best time travel movies. I can't, I can't even fathom how you even got to that point when you were like thinking through your thought process. Like, you know what? 
Austin Powers. Yeah, people always <laughs> forget it. that there's time travel in that one. That is, yeah, I, I totally, I, I forget about it all the time. A yeah. uh, newer one that came out that I actually enjoyed uh, a little bit more than I thought I was was uh, The Edge of Tomorrow, uh, mm. film with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Uh, that was also billed as like Live, Die, Repeat because they decided the name sucked halfway through and like, I don't know, it was really <laughs> weird. Anyway, in that movie... Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, because it's based on like a, a Japanese comic that's called something similar. Or all you need is kill is what that is, and that's not going to sell. So it was. This is about time travel. Titles all yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Tom Cruise gets himself stuck in a time loop, and he's basically fighting this battle that he's not going to win. But every time he dies, he gets sent back to kind of the first day when he basically goes into this battle where ninety percent of the troops die. So he's just like forced to become the most badass soldier who's ever lived just by dying over and over and over and over again. So it's essentially like Groundhog Day, but if, like, Bill Murray had to fight space aliens sure. the entire time. And it, like, it, like, what is it, up his HP every single time he dies? It's just, like, yeah, his experience. He's, yes! He just becomes a better soldier. I feel so strong, one million. And I hated, like, Tom Cruise at this point. I don't I don't hate him, but I'm just, like, kind of tired of seeing him as an action hero. And in this movie, he was, like, a pussy the whole time until he got better and better and better. So that's what was cool about that film. And then, of course, Groundhog Day. I mean, honestly. Yeah. That's Absolutely. just one of my favorite films of all time to begin with. What's your favorite way that he dies in that movie? Everybody has their favorite. <laughs> mm, I like the one movie. where he, him and uh, Pox Tony Phil go off the, the cliff. <laughs> he got the hostage situation. Yeah, he's oh, got the hostage right. situation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that, the best. That's How about you, Stephanie? What's your favorite uh, Groundhog Day death moment? Uh, I like it when they uh, they get hit, or was it where they get hit by the train? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the guys yeah. who are drunk and he drives them on the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. Epic. What about you, Ben? My favorite one is when he goes downstairs to the lobby, he grabs the toaster, yeah. goes upstairs, and it shows him in the bathroom, and then the lobby people are like, oh, God, you know, they the put the two flicker. and two together when the lights flicker off. Yeah. Epic. That or I think the walking in front of the, the what is it, the semi is pretty funny. I really like yeah. it when he just jumps off the building and yeah. just like, doesn't just go straight down. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good movie. God. Oh, it makes me want to watch it now. Bill Murray, man. He's wonderful. Well, I think we've uh, come to the end of our segment here, guys. As always, we try to recommend some good eats. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Get that tasty grub on with the geeks. <laughs> Recommend some green beans. Mm-mm-mm. Get me a mess of beans up in here. <laughs> I'm not yelling. <laughs> this is how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen my movies? <laughs> get you a Sam Jackson. Yeah. Real drunk. Uh, but we get you drunk on nerddom here. So Malachi, what do you have on tap for us today? Uh, I'm gonna let Steph go first since ooh, she's ooh, since yeah. she's the guest here. Stephanie, go, go ahead. Yeah, you're go gonna, ahead. You're gonna have to help me out here. What is this uh, recommending food? Oh, pick pick any kind of uh, media, be it video game, movie, TV show, whatever, comic, anything, and just something that you like and you think other people should should Some, uh, enjoy. That you want them to see. Oh, we have an injury here in the oh, studio. Malachi's bleeding. <laughs> Careful, you're gonna turn Malachi into a vampire. Malachi got so emotionally <laughs> engaged with what he was saying. Oh, God. I cut myself peeling potatoes yesterday. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I thought that the wound had cleared, but now I'm. It's not a big blood, deal. Blood has spurted out of Malachi's keep, fingers. Keep moving. Keep moving. Okay, this all right. is awesome. Um, well, well, this is kind of relevant because they're doing a reboot coming up, but uh, I'm a big fan of Twin Peaks, yeah. um, which is available for streaming on Netflix. Sure. Um, for those of you who don't know, it centers on the question who killed Laura Palmer? Uh, it's an early 90s TV series, and it is highly melodramatic. Very strange. Uh, very strange. Very surreal. Which is kind of my forte. I like the strange. David Lynch doing his thing. Yeah. Um, it has a pre-plastic surgery, Laura Flynn Boyle. Oh, yeah. Um, Kyle McLaughlin, when he was uh, younger and hotter. Still pretty hot, though. Right after he was uh, Mwadib. Yeah. Paul Atreides. 
And uh, who, who else is on that? Oh my, oh my goodness, so many good people. But sure. yeah, you guys should check it out. It's on Netflix, both, both uh, seasons. Get ready for the reboot. All right. Uh, in the vein of time travel movies, I don't know if this one like really counts or not, but uh, Donnie Darko is a mm. good film. Uh, That's interesting. Very it's surreal, uh, very confusing. Uh, definitely a, a stoner movie if you're into that kind of thing. So it's got a lot of good music in it. Yeah, it does. Got that uh, Tears for Fear song. Hence, oh. the, hence the stoner movie status. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah, keep going. What you got? I got uh, cards on the table. I boy. got something. I visited uh, our good friends over at Hall of Heroes uh, last week. Uh, very good uh, man named Michael who owns the store. Uh, talking, talking nerd with him for hours about all kinds of things and. Uh, Guy's a really good salesman. He uh, totally finds out what you like. He's like, hey, so I got this or something. And then immediately you're hooked because it's something that you love. But, uh, yeah, he conned me into buying two books. <laughs> and uh, one of them I'm going to bring up because uh, we talked about swashbuckling sci-fi last week. And I was inspired by this. But there's a new image comic book called Starlight. I'm going to go grab it. Hold on a second. Oh, God. Oh, so far away, I'm coming back. Hey. <laughs> you only moved like six inches. <laughs> I'm so far away. But yeah, it's by Mark Millar, uh, drawn by Goran Parlov. I hope I said that right. It sounds like an alien. It's kind of got an alien name. It's definitely uh, on Sector 5. Uh, but it's called Starlight, The Return of Duke McQueen. And uh, basically what this is is uh, an Air Force pilot back in the 60s, 50s, 50s, 60s, uh, gets caught in a, in a wormhole, gets transplanted to a planet, and uh, has all these adventures and saves their planet from, like, an evil dictator, right? So they send him back. They say, oh, you got to go back to your planet. He wants to go see his wife. You know, he's in love with his wife. And uh, nobody believes him one little bit. They're like, you're absolutely insane. So he has some uh, bad things cut to the future. He's old, got nothing to live for, and uh, suddenly these things come back and say, oh, we need your help. Things are worse than ever now. Uh, so he basically goes back and kicks a lot of ass. But it's really cool. The main villain in this is pretty pretty bad to the bone, man. His name is Kingfisher, which is, sounds ridiculous. But uh, he looks like some kind of like Viking Darth Vader with a mask. He looks like Green Arrow with horns, but black and got a goatee. He's totally got an Emperor Ming cape on from yeah. Flash. <laughs> and he, look, he's got like a Punisher <laughs> skull, too. Yeah. He's this, like this anaglum of all these like crazy... Crazy characters. It sounds like if uh, if Flash Gordon like came back to Earth at the end of his journey and then got old. That seems like exa- I mean, Steve McQueen sounds like Flash Gordon. Yeah, of course, it. exactly. And that's how it was described to me, and that's why I bought the thing. But no, yeah, and he's got like almost Vader like abilities. You'll see it. I'm not gonna spoil it, but he's got some Vaderisms going on. Sweet. Yeah, but uh, very cool book. I was very happy I bought this. So definitely check it out. And we'll be probably mentioning Hall of Heroes. Quite a yeah, bit more. we're we're working on a little thing. We'll see. We'll definitely see. We got some stuff going on. We'll see what happens. Some stuff. Yeah. But uh, well, this was a good show, guys. Yeah. You guys uh, stay classy out there. Uh, make sure to follow us on the Twitter uh, and go to our website at cm-life.com if you want to send us uh, anything, anything at all. Any news. Praise, hate. news. Hate mail. Hate oh, mail, especially. We definitely encourage hate mail. Love it. It's Listen, best. if you send us hate mail, we'll read it on the air. I promise you that. I will do it. Send that to news at cm-life.com. And that's great. Yeah. If you send us hate mail, we'll totally we'll read totally it. We'll totally read so, it on yeah. we'll, we'll By name. We'll give yep. you a shout out. By the way, we're gonna start uh, tagging things with the hashtag Raving Geeks, little uh, things from our podcast and or uh, other uh, you know findings that we uh, like to find. Yeah. So until next time, see you guys same bat time, same bat channel.